Hello, this is your captain speaking. You're listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, whatever that is. But you'd be nuts to listen to anything else, I tell you. Know what I mean? Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to this very special episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show for one week only has been renamed the Paranoid Squirrel Punk Rock Show to celebrate the 40th anniversary of New Rose by the Damned, which was released on the 22nd of October 1976. Is she really going out with him? I spent about 22 years living and growing up in Croydon from the age of three until I got married in 1991 and moved a mile over the border into Beckenham. I was educated there in more ways than one. Went to my first concert at the Fairfield Halls, Cliff Richard, 1974. Had my first shag within its borders, started my first full-time job there and met my future wife in one of its pubs. But Croydon is a funny old place. Its residents will fight with one another and given half the chance will try and burn it down. But I fiercely protective of it never let any outsider cast dispersions but given the opportunity we'll move out of the borough at the drop of a red berry multi-story car parks and the architectural banal Whitgift centre feature on local postcards however in the 1970s the town's nightlife was second to none you had no need to hop on a train at East Croydon to uh, see bands playing uptown as they'd be on at the Greyhound on Park Lane the Ramones the Damned obviously Motorhead Black Flag the Buzzcocks ELO Deep Purple and the Ruts all trod its boards if you were Pink Floyd it was the Fairfield Halls opposite and of course there was the cartoon in London Road for up-and-coming bands. All three of these venues have been closed down. The Greyhound and the cartoon are boarded up, empty shelves looking like the homeless guy begging with a hacking cough that you'd cross the street to avoid, whilst the Fairfield Halls are being redeveloped, allegedly. It was under the Nestles building at the end of St George's Walk by the Greyhound between 4 and 6 o'clock that the celebration of New Rose's 40th anniversary was to be held. To be fair, it was also a celebration of Croydon and punk itself. Uh, in Croydon, with you know, posters up and down St George's Walk depicting typed extracts from movers and shakers of the time about said venue and said town. I emailed Captain about meeting up beforehand in the Dog and Ball in Surrey Street Market, where at 16 I had my first pint for an interview. Unfortunately, he messaged back and said that he was on a tight schedule and could we do it at some other time. Although you heard at the top of the show, he was able to squeeze in an ID. So, at four o'clock on the dot, proceedings happened. And uh, a veteran of 254 damn gigs. was the release date of the finest rock song ever written. Oh, and Captain told me to say that. And I'm obviously delighted to be here, obviously, with Captain Sensible, and obviously with Johnny Moped, two of Croydon's really leading punk 
and they are really the forefathers of punk. Forget all that nonsense in America with the Ramones and all that. But it started in London and it started with the damned in Croydon. And I'm really delighted as well that we've chosen this as a venue. It might look a bit odd at first, but there's a very good reason for that. Because behind us and above us used to be a venue called the Croydon Graham. And every Sunday night, and I'm looking around uh, at people here, and I think there's a few of you probably in the queue here every Sunday night, we used to have punk night here. And uh, we've got some fantastic artwork of, that, of those evenings in the Greyhound. Captain and David Banyan, and obviously John Lopez down at playing at the Greyhound. And I'd like to thank uh, David Worth, the artist who's done that, has come all the way from Blackpool. Where are you, David? Get everyone away. Gavin Kinch for some of the most brilliant artwork. The, the artwork at the top and some of these posters that we've got to celebrate this uh, new rose, to celebrate 40 years of punk, is totally inspiring. So, Gavin, give a little one away. some of the artwork, have a look at it, it is absolutely brilliant. But going back to the original reason why we're here, obviously, New Rose was one of the, you know, the greatest of my think, in the day of, in these days of X Factor and all that, Punk really was inspiring. Punk really drove the generation to do great music. We all wore wacky clothes and, and the funny thing is, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to get into these. I just, I just got, I just get into them. But, what we want to do today, if any of you have got any funny stories uh, when you were up, when you were a punk, or some of the times you had in the Greyhound or anything, you're welcome to come along and tell us and tell some of the stories. I mean, these glasses I've got for a reason, because we used to go to the damn gigs and we used to go to gigs all over the place. And I think it was the damn that started it, all this spitting in the, at the bands, but we actually put these glasses on and used to protect ourselves. <laughs> so I've still got them. But I remember one day coming out of one of the gigs and I was wearing these, these what, this bondage between the back of my legs and, and unfortunately the Sun, scurrilous newspaper, told all the teddy boys and rock and rollers they shouldn't like punks. So I've come out and a couple of teddy boys have seen me and started chasing me down the road and I couldn't have strapped like that, I couldn't run. I've got a good idea, but anyway. <laughs> I also want to thank all the staff in Croydon Council that made this happen. Paula Murray, our artistic director. Paula, where are you this way? Paula, well done. Hey. And really, you guys really pulled all this together and done so much work, including here last night, putting all the posters up and doing the posting. John, John Bowness. So John, if you come up, what we're going to do now, John's going to come up, have a chat with Captain, ask a few questions, obviously, all right, any questions for John, John wants to tell us some stories, and then what we're going to do after that, we're going to listen to a bit of music, and then we're going to play, obviously, New Road, and then we'll have a punk set, so enjoy yourselves, and long live the damned, and long live Croydon. Some questions that I prepared about three seconds ago. Uh, 
Um, he's also told me he can't remember a thing from back in the day, which means it was really there, because you know what they say about it. If you can remember, if you can remember it, you weren't there. All right, so Captain, first question of the company. In fact, this is maybe for both of you, it's kind of like, you know, just chip in. Um, when you recorded New Rose, when you were writing New Rose, did you realise how important it was going to be? Go on, tell us all about that. Hello. Um, I didn't write New Rose, that was Brian. Um, uh, I, I joined the band. Um, I, I was a guitarist in his band, Johnny Mopez's band. And um, I, I looked, the, music, the melody maker was the, known as the Bible in those days. You, people who wanted to join bands and stuff, um, you look in there and you know, bassist wanted or whatever. And I went up to meet this bloke called Brian Jones, who was putting a band together. And um, it was, he had this vision, you know. I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have left the mopeds unless... Uh, <laughs> he was a mad visionary. He was a mad visionary, yes. He was, but he was absolutely right. He said, there's something around the corner, and it's going to be uh, remarkable, because the, the, the crap music that, that they're playing on TV at the moment and, the, and in the venues, it cannot continue the way it's going. You know, it's all Little Feet and Emmy Lou Harris and 20 minute drum solos and people singing songs about pixies and wizards. <laughs> um, and it didn't really mean much to, you know, a, a, an oik like myself living in Croydon. So, um, so we had to do the music for ourselves. So anyway, I joined his band and because uh, he played me, he already had New Rose written. I thought, well, that sounds pretty good to me. And um, the next thing you know is um, you're off on tour and on the front pages of the music paper. So uh, thank you, Brian. That's all I can say. Brian lived in Crawley. Ratscabies lived in Redhill. I lived in Croydon. Dave was from somewhere. I think it was Hemel Hempstead. Yes. He was a grave digger from Hemel Hempstead. That's a fairly good impersonation, usually. Well, yeah, it fits the bill. He looked like he looked like Rackett on stage, didn't he? <laughs> he did. What a weirdo. But somehow, somehow it works, and there you go. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, I mean, you know, the punk was happening before it was recorded. It was being, you know, you're out there playing it. Was there, a, between the bands who were, who were part of the scene, was there a race to the finish? Were you trying to, trying to be the first one to get a single out there? Well, yeah, all, all the people in the bands got on quite well, you know? Um, the Pistols and The Clash and The Strugglers and, um, <laughs> sorry, The Stranglers, uh, and I mean we all got on great but the managers hated each other and they wanted their band to be preeminent. They, they wanted to get the first punk single out and, and all that stuff so unfortunately for them, uh, Bernie Rhodes and uh, Malcolm in particular, they were greedy and they were waiting for a big, a, a big money deal to come in. And the damned beat them by six months by um, signing up to some tuck me open little bunch called Stiff. And um, unfortunately, I know I've got one. But somebody did tell me, well, how do you feel to be stiffed by Stiff? Because they didn't pay us. <laughs> Allegedly. You heard it here first. Allegedly. Okay, right, now, uh, kind of cutting away from the song and to the venue, the Greyhound. How important was the Greyhound as a venue around here? I mean, just all across London. What was the, what's so special about it? Who did you watch here at the, uh, at the Greyhound, John? Uh, Ramones. 
all that air out in 20 minutes set. They blasted away like anything, you know, they were really hot, you know. Um, that's, about, that's about all I remember. <laughs> You was there with me when we saw Status Quo in, what, 71 or something? And, um, and they were sitting in the bar with the fans, and I thought, that's the way to do it. Yeah, oh yeah, you're a young man with that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Such a long time ago, but still, yeah. Did you buy him a drink? I mean, I, I thought to myself, look at Francis Rossi, like, sort of gratefully accepting drinks from the fans. Hmm, <laughs> if I ever get in a band. <laughs> I mean, we saw everyone like Edgar Broughton, Deep Purple, David Bowie, Roxy Music, Keith Hartley, Soft Machine, uh, M M Electric Light Orchestra. I jumped on stage and grabbed the cello. I said, Get out of my way. I grabbed the cello and I was like, standing there like a maniac, like going, dum, 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 dum. I was going to punch in the mouth and I got thrown out the back, the back door. And, and then the Pink Fairies, we saw them play there. And there was two drummers in the band at the time. One was, I mean, they were pretty much a stoner act, you know. They pretty, one, of the, one of the drummers was more out of it than the other one, and uh, a fight ensued. And I thought to myself, hmm, if I ever get in a band. <laughs> I mean, because it was real, you know? It was not choreographed or like sort of, you know. It's great to be here or any of that stuff. Get out of my way, you winger. <laughs> right, okay, now, is there anybody out there who has got a burning question for the captain? Who has got something that they really want to know? Or just wants to tell us a story about something that happened with the dam back in the day when they're out there? Anybody out there? Where's that fire you let me? If not, you're thinking about it, you're going to give you another chance, but um, the dam's gone. What's next to the dam? You're off to the States, haven't you? Well, tell us about it. What's, what's, what's coming up next? Blimey, I've got no idea. I just blunder through. And that's the way we've always been. It's, uh, it's been a 40-year kind of... We, we, I look at it as a kind of a, a rudderless pirate ship, like blundering through the sea of musical mediocrity. Um, I think, I'd like to say we were back to save the world from Simon Cowell and all that. But, you know, Johnny Mopeds got a, a song about, about Simon Cowell on his new album, haven't you, Johnny? Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell. Is it Simon Cowell? How do you pronounce that? C A N. No, I mean. But you know what? You say about plunging through 40 years and you talk about Simon Cowell, but which acts around today can you see? Here in four years' time, what new acts? Can you see any, anybody out there now who you reckon is going to be doing what you're doing now in four years' time? No. Well, the funny thing is, I mean, although I don't know an awful lot about modern music, Croydon is at the forefront of a resurgence of live music. If we had the venues um, for these people to play, um, it'd, be, it'd be brilliant. But no, there's a lot of good live young bands in Croydon. Not, you know, not of the punk persuasion, I have to say, but you know. You know, we need a new generation to like to take things forward. And Croydon's, Croydon's hot at the moment, which is great. Well, speaking of venues for people to play, um, I think we're in one, and I think you're going to. <laughs> How's that for a segue? Yay! So, um, yeah, do you want to grab a beaten up our own guitar and uh, see if you can bang out a tune or two? <laughs> 
By the way, we haven't done any sound check or anything yet, so uh, yeah, maybe a balance issue just initially, so bear with me for a second. I absolutely hate acoustic guitars. We used to go around smashing them. <laughs> Sing a couple of songs with Johnny. Yeah. Hey, uh, Rob, Rob, is Rob here? Yeah. We all want to hear Darling, Let's Have Another Bang. Yeah. But before we do that, <laughs> um, I don't know, what, what should we do? Get in tune. Probably not. I've got no idea. I'm deaf as a post. Um, that's really rough. Okay, um, well, I, uh, I don't know what to do. Um, I could try new rows, I think it's probably. Yeah. Absolutely rubbish, but uh, okay. Um, I'm not the singer of the day, you see. It's that, it's that one there. He's quite, he's quite good. That's that's Okay, something like this. Uh, I'll do an abbreviated version.
I don't sound like an old fart. <laughs> In my day. Okay. It's a little song I wrote on the way to Croydon. <laughs> Johnny Moped was standing next to Captain, and as you heard, lending his considerable vocal talents to New Rose, I assumed that straight afterwards Johnny would be joined by Slimy Toad for a condensed set of moped tunes. However, Johnny followed Captain straight into the crowd of admirers, and I thought that was going to be it. However, whilst I was saying my goodbyes, as I had a hot date with a curry which was en route back to my abode, Simon Poiswood Pick picked up his acoustic guitar and treated us to a couple of Ramones classics, which sadly I failed to record. Then suddenly Johnny reappeared with a toad in tow to treat us to some acoustic moped. Unfortunately, the pickup in the said acoustic guitar decided to play silly beggars and constantly cut in and out, throwing Johnny off his train of thought. Slimy, on the other hand, looked like he was having the time of his life. A new guitar was produced for Darling Let's Have Another Baby, which unfortunately was the last song. Uh, As well as getting Captain to do an ID, I was hoping to get others to do the same. So I printed up a card with, uh, what they should say, with your name and your band in the relevant places. Here's Johnny's ID. Do you mind doing that for us? No, I don't mind. Thank you very much. This is your name, and this is your band, and you are listening to Armistice on 
Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show. You'll be nuts to listen to anything else. Thanks, Johnny. I'm so glad that Megastardom hasn't changed Johnny. Give us a break. <laughs> Thank you. 
For me, that was it. I forewent the other up-and-coming bands that were setting up to play and the gig proper up at the Oval just round the corner from East Croydon Station for my delayed curry. Back in the day, I could have walked a few yards to the nearest bus stop where I had the choice of either the 54 or the 194 to whisk me home. 
54 now terminates and starts just from down the road from where I live. And the 194s have been rerouted from Croydon Airport to West Croydon, although Croydon Airport has been renamed the Colonnades. So it was a tram to Elmer's End for me. Once I got in and settled down with the aforementioned curry, Mrs A turned on the idiot box only for a 2016 version of the Brotherhood of Man to appear, who, in 1976, won the Eurovision Song Contest. All it would have needed would to be on the Mike Yarwood show and the last 40 years would have been a dream. Croydon, I miss you. Until next week, take it easy. Ah! I got a feeling inside of me It's kind of strange like a stormy sea I don't know why, I don't know why I guess these things have gotta be I've got a new rose, I've got a good Yes, I knew that I always would I can't stop to mess around I got a brand new rose in town See the sun, see the sun it shines Don't get too close, so it'll burn your eyes Don't you run away that way You can come back another day I've got a new rose, I've got a good Yes, I knew that I always would I can't stop to mess around Like a brand new rose in town I never thought this could happen to me I feel so strange for what should it be I don't deserve somebody this great I better go Around, like a brand new